Welcome back. Thanks so much for joining me. I'm your guest host, Deb Hutton. Uh, After the break for traffic, I'm going to take your calls because I am going to say not such great things about a conservative MPP. So you want to stay for that. But right now, more importantly, I'm joined by Richard Krause, host of the podcast Last Call with Richard Krause. Happy Friday afternoon, Richard. Well, happy Friday to you. I kind of want to get to that right away. (laughs) You'll have to wait. You'll have to call after the break for traffic. (laughs) That's the radio tease. Very well done. I'll be listening. So I... We're going to talk about a whole bunch of things happening in entertainment. I have to admit, I don't know what a stan is when it comes to entertainers. Fans. It just means that they're they're like a fan. Super fan? Yeah, super fans. And uh, Britney Spears has a lot of those. And in particular, over the last little while, we've been hearing a great deal about Britney. Now that the conservatorship is over, uh, she no longer has to go ask her parents for the money that she made fair and square as a superstar around the world. She's written a book. And in that book, she talked a great deal about her relationship with Justin Timberlake and how you know he was once seen as being this golden boy. Uh, But when you read about their relationship, uh, it was really not very great. He did not treat her particularly well. You think about how Janet Jackson was uh, sidelined after being... I guess, exposed at the Super Bowl halftime show by Justin Timberlake. Janet Jackson paid the price for that, not him. Well, now it looks like he's going to pay the price a little bit. And this isn't so much a debatable. It's just a story that I think is kind of interesting that Britney fans, Britney stands, are coming out in force because Justin Timberlake has his first record out, first one in a while, and uh, he's got a single called Selfish on it. Now, it turns out that about 13 years ago, Britney Spears also released a song called Selfish. So her fans are pushing that one up the charts by downloading it and, you know, making sure it gets streamed a lot on Spotify, all the all the ways that you can manipulate that sort of thing to keep his song out of the number one spot. And it's working on the U.S. Uh, iTunes charts. Uh, Britney Spears, the 13-year-old version of Selfish, is cracking into the top 10. So it looks like Britney Spears may actually get the last laugh, at least on the pop charts. Nothing like a good revenge story, eh? I kind of love it. You know, it's sort of petty of me, I know, but uh, I do kind of love the idea that, you know, she's had this really kind of up and down life that that has been lived in a very, very public way. But so often the internet and online Twitter and all the social medias can be used uh, to torment people and to really uh, push bad ideas and misinformation and that kind of thing. Unless you're a Britney Spears fan or Taylor Swift fan, and man, they go out in on mass. There is an army of them out there who will go out and really try and make things right for their idols, for uh, Taylor and, and for Britney Spears. And I kind of love it. I kind of love that she has this sort of support. Um, interesting, because I think Justin Timberlake is supposed to be performing on Saturday Night Live, doing Selfish, so we'll see if this whole revenge story makes its way into one of the skits. Yeah, well, you know, it would be amazing if it did. Saturday Night Live, the old Saturday Night Live, I would suggest, would have done something like that. I don't know if the new one will, but I will cross my fingers and hope so. So you have an interesting case of mistaken identity. 
Yeah, I just love this story. Again, not so much a debatable, but it's just kind of a funny story. So there are two actors with very similar names. One, Tom Holland, uh, best known for playing Superman or uh, Spider-Man in the Avengers series. And then Tom Hollander, who's a very different kind of actor. Uh, you've seen him on White Lotus. You'll soon see him play Truman Capote on a show called Swans, uh, which looks terrific. Uh, but they, they're working at very different levels, both very talented people. But uh, Tom Hollander was doing some promotion for uh, this new show, Swans, and he told what I just think is a very funny story. And Mike, we have a clip of that. Let's hear it now. People in the accounts department of my agency got confused, and we were with the same agency, briefly. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and I got an email from the agency saying, payment advice, slip, your um, first box office bonus for the Avengers. And, um, and I thought... <laughs> I don't think I'm in the Avengers. And it was an astonishing amount of money. And it was, it was not his salary, it was, it was his first box office bonus. <laughs> not the whole box office, the first one. And it was more money than I've ever... It was, it was a seven-figure sum. Yeah. That's I mean, so great. It, isn't it great? And, I, you know, I don't know what I would have done. I think I might have changed my last name and just dropped the ER off it. So it's Tom Holland. So I'd have the same last name. Or maybe I'd maybe I'd uh, uh, cash the check and just hope that nobody noticed uh, that Tom Holland didn't notice that he didn't get a check for millions of dollars. But it just goes <laughs> to show you this ridiculous amounts of money uh, that can be made if you uh, if you're in a hit. Jack Nicholson kind of paved the way for those when he played uh, the Joker in Batman and said, well, you know, you don't have to pay me that much up front, but give me a piece of the back end. And it ended up making him $60 million in the 1989, I think. So that was, that's probably worth a hundred million dollars today. It's a lot of money. So because it's Friday afternoon, Richard, what are you going to watch this weekend? What, what should I watch this weekend? Rainy night? What do you think? Well, I think there's a show on Netflix called Griselda that might be up your alley. Uh, it chronicles the real life of an ambitious Colombian businesswoman who created one of the most profitable drug cartels in history. And Sofia Vergara plays the part. Now, we know her from Modern Family and mostly doing comedy, uh, but this is a dramatic role. Uh, it's fast-paced. Uh, the show is a little bit violent, so make sure the kids are in bed. I don't know that this is necessarily for them. Uh, but it's a character-driven drama about uh, a really fascinating woman who uh, saw what she wanted and went for it, even though, you know, it was uh, breaking the law at every uh, turn. But Sofia Vergara is someone who I thought, well, she could do comedy and we'll see her in a lot of light comedies, maybe another sitcom. She's doing dramatic work here and she's really good. So it's called Griselda and it's on Netflix right now. So first of all, is it a series or, or a one-off? It's a series. Okay. And I'm glad you said maybe not for the kids because my youngest loves her, uh, and she's nine, on America's Got Talent. Yes. And see, this is where I like and, and often when I recommend shows that are on uh, Disney Plus, this one isn't. It's on Netflix. But I have to remind people just because something's <laughs> on Disney Plus doesn't mean it's for the whole family. And this is one of those shows. Uh, what else? Any other suggestions? 
Yeah, lawman Bass Reeves. Uh, Bass Reeves is a, a real life uh, character, and this is his story. So he was uh, born into slavery in Arkansas, forced to fight on the Confederate side of the Civil War. Uh, he escaped uh, and got his freedom and became a, a storied uh, lawman working in the West, in, in uh, just west of Mississippi. And this is really good stuff. It's from Taylor Sheridan, who wrote Yellowstone. This is part of the Yellowstone universe. Uh, so you know there's going to be loads of action. Again, probably not for the kids, but loads of action. But it's got a great historical uh, background to it. And uh, David Oyelowo, who plays the uh, main character, Bass Reeves, is terrific in this. He's been getting nominated for lots of awards uh, this award season. Uh, it's on Paramount Plus called Lawman Bass Reeves, and it's worth a look. I don't think we have Paramount Plus. You know what? It's worth a look. Uh, check in. We have all these streaming services, uh, you know, and when the bills come in every month, I always say we got to cut something and we never do. <laughs> but Paramount Plus has a lot of really cool shows on it. Well, maybe next Friday and give me a kid worthy one. How about that? Absolutely. <laughs> next Friday, I'm there with uh, stuff for the kids. That is Richard Krause, host of the podcast Last Call with Richard Krause. He joins us on The Rush on Friday afternoons.